Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. What's going on there, sir? I built a ukulele today. My mind can't even process that sentence right now. <laughs> that was my God. Okay. Of all the things that have come out of your face hole, that is not one I was going to think of, that I was going to hear ever, ever, really. Really? Although now that my mind has had time to settle in and hear it, I'm surprised that I'm surprised because it fits. You would build a ukulele, wouldn't you? And I have. My God. <laughs> Do you want to see it? Yes. Do I ever? I think it looks pretty cool. Whoa. Ah, damn it, Android's ready to be all insulting, but it looks actually really awesome. You know, it's super baller. I don't want to do it right now, but it folds into the back. What do you mean it folds into the... (gasps) What? I can't do it because the strings are attached. I don't want to undo everything, but it folds into the back and then it's just this, the body. How did you do this? I don't know. Just woke up one day. Why did you do this? Uh, It's something I've had for a long time and I, I figured it was about time to... Put it together. Was it a kit? Yeah. Okay. I was like, you're good. (laughs) No, I'm not that good. Although the tuning pegs don't really work. And I think I can make, I think I can make something that will work. You could probably make tuning pegs. Yeah. 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 I think I'll do that. I'll just need like dowels and little pieces of three quarter ply. And I think that'll do it. Yeah. 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 You just want some, something strong. Is it all made out of wood? Yeah. The entire thing is made out of this like eighth inch quarter inch something like that plywood yeah and dowels that i had to provide didn't come with fucking everything that's where they get you and the strings i had to buy the strings at the last minute i was like big dowel and big string just (laughs) gouging into your back pocket you know what i mean but at the last minute i was like oh shit ukuleles need strings don't they need strings yep they do Like I said, the tuning pegs don't stay. That's the best cover Freebird I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever told you my story of Wonderwall? And by my story, it's a story I stole from a friend of ours. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell you the Wonderwall story really quick. So please do. Uh, okay, so I was uh, I was talking with a friend of ours. I'll say his name. I'm sure it's fine. It's uh, Michael Ross Albert. Oh, yeah. Michael, Michael Albert. I always he got this wrong. He was born either the day before me or the day after me. It's Michael Albert Ross? I always switch his names by accident. I think it's Michael Ross Albert. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what in the hell just happened? not on the patreon you need to get on oh there my right, God. right now that was insanity <laughs> was that a skype thing i mean, it had to be i thought for a minute that balloons were released in your apartment weirdly enough so did i <laughs> i was sitting in my apartment what caused that is it because i i mentioned a birthday Oh shit! Does it do that? I don't know. Fucking AI! <laughs> oh my gosh! Just balloons just flew in front of my face. <laughs> Anyone who's on the Let's Get Intimate tier, you're gonna want to watch the episode oh this time. Oh my god! For Jesus. sure, that was so that weird. Was- 
frightening to me. <laughs> like you'd think it's weird to you. I swear to God, I was like, oh my God, what's happening? There's a because bal- Sarah just had a birthday, so there is a balloon oh, yeah. in here. It looks nothing like any of those shorts. Sure. But there's a balloon in here, and I was like, is it underneath me? And I just didn't know, or what the fuck? <laughs> Is this? And they kept. I was like, "Is Pennywise just going to pop out of his closet and slit my throat right now?" The hell is going on around here? That was bananas. I'm no lie. I'm freaked out. This is fuck my stupid story. Like I can't get past this. Is it because I said his birthday? What did I say? Don't do it again, goddammit. No. (laughs) I want to test this. No. Because if it doesn't happen again, then it's definitely a ghost. Jeez. Now I'm afraid to to say anything. I'm afraid I'm going to be like, Jesus Christ. And then angels fly overhead or something. (laughs) The hell. Holy crap. Devil fire. Um, I'm just thinking of weird things that are going to pop up in our imagery. That was fucking nuts. That was terrifying. That was (laughs) Awful. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking AI is out of fucking control, man. That's why people use Zoom. This is insane. Holy shit. I need to I need to I need a minute. Hold on. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not this is not even a bit. I need like a fucking second to process. I, but there was a moment I questioned my entire reality right there. I was gonna say, uh, the good news is that I saw it too. Oh Jesus. I was holy shit. Because if you were the only one who saw it, that would be way worse. It was. Because it didn't just pop up on the split screen, it popped up on my image. Too. Yeah. It was, oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. So, what did Michael Ross Albert do? I don't fucking care. <laughs> Whatever, man. Fuck this. Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and realize you're part of the Matrix. My name is Chris Treeple. Oh my God. Alongside me, I think. Or he's just a construct built in by Skype. It's my co host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Uh, Prove that you're a human being. Go. Yeah, fun fact about Skype there is no spoon. Jesus. What the? Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> oh my god that was oh that was bananas god that's weird it, i hope it never does that again birthday it's Stop my birthday it. Stop it. i think it he knows. was born one day after or before me that's what i said and it's not happening again it, no i think it does it once and then it's done or it just did a weird thing or we're being hacked right now <laughs> as i said he was born should I Google it? Yeah, here, no, I'll tell you what. Let's. You want to get started? And uh, you, you I'm sure you have a little intro for us today? And I'll meet in the meantime. Google what the hell just happened on my computer. All right, sounds good, Chris. Okay. Yeah. The Hollywood strikes have been hard for everyone, but they've been especially hard for New York Comic Con. Preparing panels was nearly impossible for them due to the fact that the actors and writers aren't allowed to promote any of their work during the strikes. That being said, some of the panels I'm most excited for this year include Watch Oscar Isaac Silently Eat Soup, (laughs) The Chris Pratt Church Service, now with snake handling, 
Ghostbusters Afterlife 2 charades with Jason Reitman, parentheses, because the union rules don't say anything about charades, close parentheses, <laughs> and the Spider-Man 4 panel with Tom Holland, because nothing can keep that kid from blabbing. Chris! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Are you ready to discuss New York Comic Con 2023? I am because I can't really find anything about this balloon thing that just happened. So did we just have like a shared hallucination? I think so. I think that's probably what it is. Okay. That remind me. That's the thing for the for the review box. If anything like this has ever happened, <laughs> tell to you. us. Yeah, tell us what just happened. Tell us that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this. This is. I mean, I fa- I will say, I looked. I think last week. I think right after we got off the air last week and decided this was what we were gonna do, I went on and went through and I was like, there is fucking nothing I want to go to this year and then I think they've added a few more panels yeah in fact Uh, I'm a little upset about it because there's some that I would have been very excited for that I missed evidently because I had already made my decisions I wrote them all down right and then when I got in there I was like there's a square enix panel yeah yeah stuff like that so I think there's I think they added a few things and also you know this is We'll talk about this on the Tuesday news day next week, but the writer's strike did officially come to an end. It did. So I'm wondering if now But the actor's strike has not yet. But the right? actor's strike is not. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's probably not good. I was talking to a guy who's in SAG yesterday and he's like, probably not until at least a couple of weeks more. Cause I think they're going back to the table to, as of this recording, this coming Friday. Gotcha. So when this comes out this past Friday, but they're hopeful that it'll again, this will be on the Tuesday news day, but they're hopeful that it'll get streamlined. Yeah, Basically yeah. what is going to happen now is the, the people from the writer's guild are going to go to the SAG people and go like, here's the deal we got. Go to them with this, with the actors equivalent of this. And they're going to say yes. So go with that. Well, it seems like and again, we'll talk about it. <laughs> We're just going to talk about it right now, I guess. Yeah, well, but uh, it seems like they got pretty much everything they wanted. The yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I didn't see were residuals for shows that have gone from broadcast to streaming oh streaming itself yeah. like if you get a netflix original show or something that is yeah you're great you're fine now your stranger things is or your umbrella academies yeah exactly stuff like sorry that. sorry umbrellas academy thank you uh stuff like that that were on things and then went like the breaking bad yeah it seemed like a great i mean the ai stuff they put in there is great I, we'll talk about it chris we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it later, next week anyway yeah so my point is i feel like they added a bunch of panels and there still might be maybe some room to add a few more because my thought is like honestly get writers in for the panels, they can talk about this stuff since they're not on yeah, strike now. But it literally just happened, right? Like, yeah. But uh, that's you know, again, maybe there's room, maybe there's not. But if you want to talk about something, gonna fly people in in a week. If these studios want to promote their stuff, they'll get somebody in there. Yeah, you're not you know wrong. What I mean? Yeah, but I, like I said, it is a little last minute, so maybe not. But I wouldn't be. My basic point is like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two panels left to add. But yeah, I got a few. I got a few choices actually. I was a little surprised looking over. What do you want to? How do you want to do? You want to go day by day? Uh, we can do that. I'm trying to look up something. I I made a poll a while ago. Okay. But I made a poll on Twitter and I asked people if they thought New York Comic Con was worth the money, mm-hmm. and the results 
were overwhelmingly yes. Which surprised me. Yeah. Uh, It surprised me too. I think I said any of the big comic cons like New York or San Diego. That's crazy to me. Are you and I having a different experience at comic con than everyone else's? Maybe. Yeah. Because last year we were like, I don't even know if I'm going to go back to this next year because it was, you know, a lot of the major studios are pulling out. And now this year with the strikes and everything. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's worth I mean, not only the cost of admission, which is like for a four day pass, because you don't know what panels are going to be what or whatever. Right. And also, right. if you're coming in from out of town, you want to make the best of it. So you want as many days as possible. Yeah. It's like 350, 400 bucks. And then you got to pay for transportation. You got to right. pay for a hotel. You got to right. pay for the, the food. Like your budget isn't accounting for all the New York City priced food that you're going to sure. eat. Sure. It's a lot, man. I just it's hard for me to understand Mm -hmm. why most people Mm -hmm. who don't run a a comic book news based podcast would be interested in paying this much. Well, I also did a, had a poll of my own and it actually turns out most people do run a comic book news based podcast. Now you're not wrong. So, so I said, is it worth the money to go to comic con? I mean, the big ones Mm -hmm. like San Diego and New York city, 80% said yes. Wow. 20% said no. Wow. Here's my thing. How many of those people do you think actually go to the New York Comic Con or San Diego? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I you know, know what I mean? How yeah. many of them are looking at the out from the outside and they see all the blurbs on yeah, the news yeah, or they yeah. watch all the trailers? And they're on like, YouTube I would totally pay to go. And they're like, oh, if I had the money. I wish I had yeah. Been there. yeah. Um, so there's that. But also, you know, I will say, you and I will go to the panels. We'll walk the grid at the sales floor. We'll buy some stuff. We do Artist Alley. We hit kind of like everything. But some people go even more all in than we do. As far as like they just fill it like they're going in the small rooms to this little thing. They're interested. In it. They have, you know, a wide. They birth. go in the champagne room. I know what you're talking they about. They go in the shampoo. Shampoo. Shampoo room. How champagne. is that not what it's called? Yep. Champagne. <laughs> That's prison champagne is what it's called. So, yeah, they but they're going everywhere. They're going to those those small little rooms with the, you know, I think the one year we went to like some Shakespeare, some. No, it was Star Wars done in iambic pentameter one year or something like that. Might have been. Yeah, they'll do stuff like that. They'll go into every single, you know, they're they're crammed from thing to thing. And when you're doing that, yeah, it'll start to feel like you get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. For us, it's not really like, it's not our jam. Yeah. So, you know, like I was looking at some of these and I'm going like, oh, for somebody I could see this being fun. Yeah, for, for somebody else. Yeah. I remember I, one time I was in a show in a musical in college and I was playing this gardener, this old man who was a gardener. And I remember I before one of our rehearsals, I went in the back in the prop room and I found this like super old big ass shovel. And I was like, oh, I'm going to bring this giant fucking shovel out because I'm a gardener. And I brought it out and I did like the whole show holding this like six foot shovel. And at the end, the director was doing notes. And he was like, Andrew, I don't know where you found that shovel, but it's perfect. It's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic for a different show. Put it back where you got it from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's kind of how I feel yeah. about some of these some panels. Of the panels where you're like, this is great for someone. It's kind of how I'm starting to feel about New York Comic Con, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it's great for someone. <laughs> it's amazing for someone else. For someone else. Yeah. Uh, that being said, there is stuff, some stuff that I that it's worth going for. Yeah. Uh, and that I'm actually interested in seeing. What do you on? So put yourself in the Comic Con. We're in the Javits Center. It's Thursday. What are you going to see first? 
Breakfast. Excellent choice. <laughs> uh, after that, the first thing I have is at 1215. Can I just say, if New York Comic Con had a continental breakfast, it would be both awful and worth it. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't do something like that. Oh, my God. That, for the, yeah. For, in the shampoo room. In the shampoo room with Wonderwall playing on repeat. <laughs> don't say. I think Wonderwall was the thing <laughs> that did it. it. It's a trigger. Oh, uh, the first thing I have is at 1215 so and it's elsewhere. Elsewhere. In the DC universe, Uh multiverse. I don't know what it is. Guess what? I just thought it was, I selected it because I thought it was something you would like to see. That's the one I have. It's literally actually going through. I'll spoil this right now. That's the only panel I have on Thursday. Really? I have a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why I threw it to you first because I figured you have time. But yeah, I'm actually excited about that. I want to go, I want to go see, I want to go see, these are the panels I get excited for. Like what's coming up in the comics I'm reading like coming up in the next year like get me hyped what titles do i gotta look out for and i feel like that's gonna be one of those and we got uh megan if you're listening we got a recommendation from a listener for i think i i told you about it for birds of prey number one you uh yeah i think you told me about it a little while yet i got it but i want to read it because they they suggested it as a um that thing you used to do as a reading assignment no that thing you used to do on reels or whatever oh oh Oh, pick of the week. Yeah, pick of the week. Okay, uh, cool, They cool, said cool, it was cool, a cool, really, cool. really good first oh, the issue. New, the new Birds of Prey number one that just came out. Yes. I have read it. It is very good. Okay. I yeah. gotta read it still. But yeah, not, so yeah. maybe they'll talk about the future of something like that sort of storyline and stuff like that, whatever they're doing with that. Nice. Yeah. That'll be exciting. All right. You ready for the rest of my Thursday? Go for it. Ron Pulse. I'm not going to name all these people. The cast of Animaniacs has a what panel. What time is that at? One thirty. Really? Yeah. What, what room do? They, what room is that in? Four oh five. So it's in one of the small. It's not in the. No. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, that I feel like that would draw a crowd though. You'd think you that'd would be in think, the Empire. I, I, you know what I think the problem is? Yeah. Well, it's weird because I'll I'll I'm gonna like counter myself in a minute. But th- okay. what I think it is is that they're that those guys are here every year. Oh, they're yeah, always yeah, signing yeah. autographs. Yep. They're always they always do a panel somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. There's also fucking nothing in the main stage in Empire, so like I don't know why they wouldn't just give it to them. Yeah, yeah, that was that happened last year too, where there was stuff, and we we're like, why is this not and in COVID Empire? as well? Yeah, 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 the COVID year 2020 20. or 2021. Because I think they didn't have one 2020, right? So I think yes, it, they didn't. Have, oh, you're thinking the panel, or excuse me, the con that was actually yeah, the in one back there. It was. I remember it was pretty dead comparatively. Yes. There weren't a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, and then um the Ewan McGregor spotlight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is he? He's gonna actually be at that. Uh, the spotlights. They'll have the actual people there. Usually, yeah. Sometimes they don't, and it's very awkward. But it's an Empire stage, so he must. Oh, be Oh, then there. he's there. Yep. If it's in Empire stage, he's gonna be there. Yeah. I don't know what that's gonna be like because he can't talk about anything. Right. But uh, you know, maybe they'll just have lunch and. Yep. They'll be like you and the the question on everyone's mind. How you doing? <laughs> How you been? <laughs> like, how's it going? How's your home life? Yeah. How's how's uh, how's Mary? So the beard is, it, is that keeping, or are you just uh, trying something? Now out? you're Scottish, right? Yes. Hmm. Cool. 
how's that how's that going how's that, for you how's that working out and he just rides in in his harley and he's like i just came from nebraska and he just rode in that was a great scottish accent that was me trying to be a bad obi-wan as ewan mcgregor as well great perfect yep. he seems like a fun guy i'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be a cool panel but i just am like if he's still on strike i don't know what, what this is talking about whatever what are we spotlight futurama screening mm, which I'm, that'll be a big one i'm excited for that's at the main stage yeah yeah yeah. What time's that at? 4.15. Okay. And then there's, well, this bites, creating a Last of Us inspired cordyceps bite. Oh, good. With, that's what uh, you want to... Special what, effects. Oh, oh, I thought... I thought it's a special effects thing. Yeah. In my no, mind... You're not, all right, everybody partner up. I, <laughs> hypothetically, if we wanted to create a virus that was going to destroy humanity, <laughs> here's how we would do it, everyone. Take notes. We're going to give out some free samples on your way out. That's your swag. Yeah, I feel like we uh, I think we learned a lot from 2020 and I don't think anyone needs a course on that. Yeah. <laughs> MCU, the yeah. reign of Marvel Studios. Mm. So it's six o'clock. That looks mm. pretty good. Yeah. There's also the industry summit, which we're both invited to. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> which has free alcohol. And now I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. It's at 7 p.m. Oh, there you I'm go. I'm interested in it. We'll see what's up. Nothing like getting drunk at Comic-Con. Bro, do you want to get trashed at this and make a scene? <laughs> can I just save myself 15 minutes and not get trashed and make a scene? Because I can <laughs> just as easily. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is this? High Dive. I don't know what this is. But also the, the answer is yes. Let's do that. High Dive presents the Tunnel to Summer, the Exit of Goodbyes dub world premiere. I don't know what that is. It's probably an anime thing. Mel put that on, didn't she? She did. And then New York City, not New York City, and then New York Comic Con <laughs> Karaoke, where I'm going to sing Wonderwall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's your favorite. <laughs> you love doing this. This is the this is your this is your event of the season. It is, is this New York Comic Con karaoke. I'm gonna level with you. Yeah, it's not great. No, really. Wait, hold on. Well, let me just brace myself for the fact that New York Comic Con karaoke isn't great. Why do you think it's not great? What do you think I mean by that? Uh, is it? Not as well put together as you'd think that it would be? No, it's not that. There's so like it's two and a half hours. Uh-huh. The last time I went there, they were like, no songs over four minutes. And it's like, oh. Well then don't okay. put you don't Don't load, include them. Don't include them. Yeah, you'd yeah. think. But I think because they're like renting a service, essentially. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so they just get whatever. Yeah. They just have what's and it's like a QR code you scan and right. it's like here's all of our songs. Right. I didn't realize the song was like four minutes and one second. And I wanted to do that one. And I went up and he was like, it's too long. You got to pick a different one. And I just on the spot had to pick a different one in front of him before I went up. And it was one I didn't do very well at. And it was not very fun. And and then you everyone only gets to do it once (laughs) because there's too many people. This is like karaoke in prison or something. Yeah, it was not Shawshank karaoke. Yeah, it was not great, but it's on my list. Just I'll probably show up. And well, if we get blasted at the industry panel thingy something brah you and i are both good we're gonna be singing a duet summer loving <laughs> gosh adam's in the sun candy don't sue us this isn't the version kryptonite <laughs> oh god who how fast does somebody rush to the mic so that they can sing kryptonite i suspect it's a lot of the guardians of the galaxy songs 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Or and they say that a hero can save us. Yeah. Not gonna stand here and wait. Can we get drunk and then just yes. put on a Spin Doctor song and just not know the words to it and just. <laughs> We could do that. Yep. Yep. Let's do that. Okay, great. And then, but but we'll sell it like we are singing the actual words and the people don't know what we're saying and it's on them. We could pretend like it's in a different language. <gasps> and be like, I'm sorry, are you being xenophobic against me? What the fuck? Yeah, we won't be able to pronounce that word. Yeah. <laughs> from all the alcohol. But God damn. <laughs> are you being xenophobic? Oh, as long as before we start singing, we go, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> And then a different song. Yeah, no matter what it is. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's Wonderwall. And then Blues Traveler comes on. Let's do that before every song. Yeah. We run up, take the mic. Anyway. Anyway, here's here's Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Here you go, buddy. And they say that. Hero! Alright, that was brilliant. Anyway, that's it for Friday. I mean, after the... Nope, we're only on Thursday. Anyway, that's it for Thursday. There you go, hotcakes. All right. (laughs) I got distracted. Yep, no problem. By Chad Kroger's beautiful, beautiful singing voice. Uh, We turn our hymnals to Friday. Yeah. Uh, First of all, let me just ask, what room or stage are you going to be nursing your hangover in so people can come watch on Friday morning? Probably the show floor. <laughs> because again, the first thing I have is 12.15. Oh, right? Okay. I've yeah. got a 1045 of a, a Metropolis All-Stars. This is another DC panel. There's some good stuff. It's, it seems like it all has to do with Superman or Superman adjacent characters. There's, some, there's been some good stuff coming out of that. Steel just got his own uh uh, uh series again power girl just got an issue number one actually this week as well which is pretty good superboy got another they're kind of expanding this whole thing and they've been doing some great stuff in the superman comics as well so i'm kind of interested to see where that's going so like i said it's just another one where i'm like let's see what what titles do i want to look out for for the upcoming year and also which ones maybe i don't give a rat's ass about yeah yeah well especially with james gunn doing superman coming out in a few years yeah, I wonder if they're gearing up towards not that they're going to be tipping the hat towards what the plot is or anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're going to have to start gearing up towards like, what is Superman going to be? Because whatever it's going to be in the movies is it's going to morph itself into the comics as well. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What else you got on Friday? At eleven. Oh, you know what? These are two at the same time, so it may have to be the Metropolis All Stars because I feel like this is going to be a hard one to get into. Monarch: The Legacy of Monsters. The uh, Apple TV Plus series, the Godzilla series on Apple TV. Have you heard? Have we talked about this? I don't think we have. I have no idea what this is. So Apple TV has a Godzilla series coming out with one Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, and they play each other. Twin brothers. They play close. (laughs) They say they play the same person. Oh, really? It ages apart. Yes. The, The series spans from like Kong Skull Island, which took place in the 70s to like the last movie that's smart they should do that in the second season with the quades oh yeah all of the Randy quades. Quaid and, and his Quaid. nephew <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. Randy Quaid and his son, <laughs> Billy Quaid. <laughs> Billy Quaid. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, really? You went with those Quaids? And they're like, well, we got them for scale. What do you want? <laughs> we really shot the wad on the Russells, and now yeah. we got nothing left. <laughs> also, do you know how much a Godzilla costs, motherfucker? This is, like, not cheap. All right. Yeah, Randy actually said he'd do it for five bucks and a ham, ham sandwich. sandwich. So. Yeah, and uh, Billy... Well, Billy's not allowed to speak, apparently. I'm not sure what's going on in that household. But yeah. they were like, do you want us to get Billy a ham sandwich? And he looked us dead in the eye and said, you better fucking not. Randy Quaid actually said, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets one, too. But you hand it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I dole out the rations. In my house. <laughs> it goes where it needs to. <laughs> get what he gets all right <laughs> he, he knows what he deserves um so anyway they gotta get shut up episode started <laughs> all fucking nuts and it just gotten fucking off the rails from here. Yeah. This is nothing. This is a nothing. It's Randy and Billy Quaid in a Godzilla season. <laughs> <laughs> With ham sandwiches. Randy, we're gonna need you to put down the sandwich for the day. Please. I was thinking it'd be part the, of my character. You want me to put down the sandwich, you better come over and take the sandwich out of my hand. Yeah. Do you think but it would better- end with him flying his crop duster into Godzilla and yelling up yours. I think yeah. it would have to. And then he sw- <laughs> the Godzilla just swallows the plane. Right. Yeah. It makes yeah. no it makes no difference at yeah. all to Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you're catching a fly in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it'd have oh to. Oh my god. And it ends with Godzilla going, Was that ham? What is that? What is that? Is that mustard? What is that? <laughs> is that a ham sandwich? It's hmm, salty. <laughs> Boy, you better be ready to die to take this ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, I'm 47 years old. Please don't do this. I'm an intern. Randy, don't do this. This is that. Not, it's sad for you and it's sad for me. We both don't like this situation. Let's just give me the sandwich. <laughs> Not a chance in hell. You, you in, are on I'll this for in, a long time. I'll see you in hell before I take give my sandwich up. Yeah, I am. He loves a ham sandwich. He so loves please, a for the sandwich. love of God. Uh, so you think the Godzilla one is going to be harder to get into? I think this will be. Well, it's in the Empire stage. I think this will be. This might be a tough one. This will be. This looks like a, a really interesting. Well, yeah, you'll have to go off a cancellation then, right? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I don't think you reserved that. I don't think I did either, did I? No, you did not. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, but it does I think look that was even, one of the ones they added, because I don't even remember seeing that no, one before. No, no, no. I think this is a new one that they added. Yeah. I think, because I, I did not see this before. But yeah, this one looks really, really interesting. The show itself. So I, I'm kind of interested to see what this panel is. Let's see. Do they say, are the, are the Russells going to be there? Well, they're, they can't, right? Oh, no, you're right. Strike. Yeah. The Quades, though, they'll still show up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no the way Randy's in the union. <laughs> Not anymore. No way. No way. That's how they can get them so cheap. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so that if, if even if I'm not in that one, that's one to look out for the the Godzilla show. That's going to be good. I think that's going to be really interesting. I, and also, I'm just interested to see 
because we've gotten a trailer for it, but not like it's been not been like a full full trailer. We got like a brief yeah. snippets of it, so I'd like to see more. Yeah, like what up, bitch? It's Godzilla. Yeah, he literally turns to the camera. He says that it's weird. <laughs> Randy does. Yeah. <laughs> shoving the He's sandwich in the camera. Sandwich, yeah. yeah. Randy, the sandwich is first of all out of focus. It's too close to the frame, dude. Back up. Back up. Okay. See the sandwich? It's mine, bitch. He's like, come and get it. Come and get it. Okay, come come and try it. to get it. I dare you. I fucking dare you. What up, bitch? It's Godzilla. <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. You see? <laughs> oh, man. I love how this this episode has just gotten wall to Wonderwall full of impenetrable <laughs> references. Like, even if you were here for the beginning of the episode, at this point, none of these references no. are even anything to you it's no. just funny to the two of it's us just noise point. yeah like normal <laughs> true <laughs> yeah get you a hand just reaches into frame he's like get your fucking own ham sandwich chris what else do you have for friday i don't care i mean i don't have anything else what do you that's have? it yeah that's it for friday uh there's two cyanide and happiness panels there's one that's um the earlier one at twelve fifteen is um it, it's not 18 and older. It doesn't say it's for kids. Then why even bother? I know. Well, that's what Melinda said, too. But I was like, well, doesn't that just mean it's not full of rape jokes? Like, right. <laughs> I'm sure it'll still be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's those guys, right? Like, yeah, you do love those Sign guys. Happiness yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. I love Sign and Happiness. I haven't read it in forever. I haven't had the time. But uh, there's an Archer screening for the first episode of the last season. And then the second Cyanide Happiness panel, which is After Hours, 18 and older, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., which I'm definitely going to try for. Yeah, that one is going to be big. That's always fun. I know. And that one's always hard to get into, too. I remember my first Comic-Con, I was like, well, Cyanide Happiness is just some, like, dinky little webcomic with stick figures. Right. Like, I I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought I was, like, one of the few people who actually really liked it. So I was like, oh, I'll just show up 10 minutes before the panel, and then I didn't get in. Right, right, right. Uh, and then... Uh, what is it? Is it on Webtoons? Where is it? No, it's it's on, like, Explosum.net or something. That's just... I'm going to misspell that and end up on a website that is a, quite an education for me. <laughs> oh, and I have here uh, one last panel, uh, which is New York Comic Con Karaoke. <laughs> Again. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You and, you and Randy Quick could do Wonderwall together. <laughs> anyway, here's Champagne Supernova. <laughs> Champagne Supernova. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. God. Just so impenetrable this episode. Please don't use the word penetrate a third time. It's Champoon's Supernova. That's true. That's true. We have brought so many jokes back. Chris, are you ready to talk about Saturday? This is my yeah. busiest day. This is your busiest. You know, and here's the thing. I thought I would be more busy, but I'm not. I have a few panels. Um, we've got the first one I got isn't until 145. There's a Star Trek panel about all the stuff that's going on on, on Paramount Plus, specifically Lower Decks, which is a show that I really actually should get Isn't into. Isn't that when you take a shit in the other part no, of the toilet? No, that's Upper Deck. Oh, okay, sorry. That's Upper Deck, yeah. Lower, I guess then technically Lower Deck is just when you take it's a shit. It's just the regular. It's just the regular yeah. deck. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Just using a toilet. It's just a deck. It's just yep. using a toilet the regular way. Yep. Do you have any panels that aren't dumb? Uh, no, because... Okay, 
No. Uh, but yeah, that uh, that one is, is um, let's see. Oh, wait. Special advanced screening of an all new episode from the current season of Lower Decks as well. Wow. So that'll be fun, which also means it'll be really hard to get into. Yeah. People fucking love that show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I should get into it, too. I've got another one coming up in the DC multiverse. This is the one that confused me because we had elsewhere in the DC multiverse before. Oh. And I'm like, this is going to be, an, it might be a repeat, literally, of the first one. But this one has some really good people already listed for it. Tom Taylor, who's doing, um, what's he on? Nightwing, I think, right now. Okay. I feel like he's doing something else as well. But, uh, and a couple of the other writers that I'm that I'm seeing. So that'll be really, really good. I'm looking forward to that. Again, just anytime I can find out what I, what I should be reading in the upcoming year. And then at five, this is one that you and I, I know, are both psyched for. Scott Pilgrim takes off. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the last one I, I got. And then um, New York Comic Con karaoke. But anyway, <laughs> what do you uh, what do you have on Saturday? What's your plan for Saturday? Uh, uh, noon, Dark dark Horse Horror Hour, which is something Ooh. I didn't think would be difficult to say, but it was. And then at 1.30, Hallmark's Pop Culture Connections, which Melinda went to this panel. They had it last yes. year and she really liked it. And it's this a little about bit of the, the stuff that they're going to be putting out this coming a year. A little, but not really. It seemed like, according to her, that's what everyone sort of expected it to be like. But it was more of a peek behind the curtain as how the industry works. Really? Yeah. And it was more about like creating a business from the ground up in pop culture. Interesting. Right. That's really interesting. I don't know if this is going to be the exact same thing. I'm reading it right now. Come see here what goes into creating keepsake ornaments. Blush characters gives you more from the people who make them all happen. Plus, you'll get sneak peeks at some of the ones for anyone else. Chance to win prizes. I bet you a lot of people go to that because they think they're going to give out something free at that. And then they don't. Maybe. And then people leave very mad. But this year... They'll give it to you, but they will pelt you with Christmas ornaments. This year, we will show up and we'll be like, they're not giving you things. But here, yep. take a sticker. I'm like, take a button. And I'm like, Hallmark ornaments for everyone. And they're like, where the fuck did you get that? And I was like, there was a box over here. Yeah. Were you not going to give these out? I'll give them out here. Don't do And then stop throwing that. The next thing I have is Marvel Fanfare mm-hmm. with C.B. Sabolsky. Who, who is that? Why do I know that name? He's the Marvel Editor-in-Chief. That's why. Yeah. Because he's someone important. panel of industry greats and illuminating discussion, Q&A, blah, blah, blah. It's basically the DC shit you've been talking about for Marvel. Yeah. And then Marvel Next Big Thing, which also has C.B. Sabolsky and uh, a few other people. So it's them talking wow, about what's coming up. he really thinks high of himself. He's like, hi, I'm CB and I'm Marvel's next big thing. And we're like, you're already editor in chief, asshole. Well, I think he um, calm it down. I think he just made it so that uh, he didn't have to leave the room because both of those are in the same room. <laughs> oh, cool. And what time are they at? Uh, 145 to 245 and then 315 to 415. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy, they're just bringing him a Quaid ham sandwich and like. Ah, damn it. It's going to say 30 minutes, just enough time to have a ham sandwich. Yeah. And then uh, and that's it. He's just literally not even going to leave that chair. And I then, yes, Scott you. Pilgrim, which is going to be fucking fantastic yes and then at six oh is that the title of the panel <laughs> no it was me remembering that i need to ask you hey can you stick around on saturday why there's a panel called um the awesome power of comic book podcasts and how you can start one yourself 
it's got a ton of people on the panel. Two of them are people who have communicated with us in the past who have their own podcast uh, called um, Couples Counseling. Is that what it's it's called? Really on this shit, aren't we? uh, Comic Book Couples Counseling. Oh, and it's it's a couple that and they're on Twitter. We've we were sort of neck and neck with followers for a while and then they just sort of skyrocketed past us. Wow. I know we've had some communication. So what I'm proposing is you and I go there. We kill them. We take their clothes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We take their place. Their skin. Uh, Place. Yeah. Yep. Place. I said, what did you say? Nothing. Continue. Uh, What were you thinking? Great. Uh, so that's at six okay. and it's an industry only panel. Ooh. So like, it'll just be people like us okay. who are professionals in the industry. Yes. Professional that's, deadbeats. If, if this episode has proven anything, it is. We are professional beyond. Yeah. Belief. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, here's Wonderwall. And then the Matthew Vaughn <laughs> panel is, is coming up too. That's uh six I might have to miss that one though, because I really want to. I want to do the podcast the one. Industry thing. I was yeah, and I was sad at first because I thought Matthew Vaughn directed Batman. Nope. Sorry, the Batman, but that's a different Matthew. Matthew. Yes, Matthew. Um, it's Matt. Matt Ree. No. Oh wait, Matt Reeves. Yes. Yeah. I can't check. There's no way to check. I know. He looks like a mall cop. He's got like a he little does. mustache. He looks nothing like what nope. I expected. He does not look like a man who would have directed a movie like yeah. that. He did all the. Uh, not all of them, but two of the Planet of the Apes movies as wow, well. Wow, they do not list. Oh, Matt Reeves. <laughs> I'm getting them mixed up, man. There it is. Yeah. Matthew Vaughn yeah. did some X-Men stuff, some Kingsman stuff, some kick-ass stuff. He did Stardust, which is one of my personal favorites. If you haven't seen that. Oh, he did Stardust? It's probably his least known one. I didn't even know he did it. I but, didn't know uh, he did it either. Man, it's great. It's got Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox before Charlie plays, Cox. Um, De Niro's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Charlie Cox, for anyone who doesn't know, plays Daredevil. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, fuck. What the fuck is her name? Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. That's and right. a ton of other people. I mean, it's Sarah I, actually loves Stardust. It's so good. It's such a good it movie. Is really good. Oh, Peter O'Toole. Um, I think Ian McKellen might be the narrator. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen it in its entirety. We'll watch it together. Oh, cool. We'll cut after Sarah goes to bed. We'll watch it together. Yeah. Over a ham sandwich. Oh, here's another thing you might be interested in. Um, yeah. Literally right after the podcast panel, the yes. industry panel, Justice League queer trivia, which I, I think sounds that. like fun. <laughs> yeah. From the Geeks Out podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost went to this last year and then we didn't at the last second because there were no panels that we had any interest in. And this sounded fun. But um, then uh, Mason Alexander Park added. I think I told you about it. There was a surprise panel Mason Alexander Park is an actor who was in a number of things, but the least of which not being Sandman. Yeah. Uh, and they did like a burlesque show, like a uh, they like brought in a piano player and like sang a bunch of covers oh, of songs. Yeah. And we were like, well, we to go to that. This that sounds like a year. lot of fun. And it fucking was. Yeah. But this, it seems like it doesn't seem like there's going to be anything else at the same time. Did and he cover Wonderwall? They, thank you. Oh, sorry. Did they cover Wonderwall? Um. I don't think so. Well, then fuck them. I know. I think it was a very standard wall. It really wasn't a wonder. Mm-hmm. They I just did understand. another brick in the wall. It was like a normal wall. That was brilliant. Thank God, you. That was good. That was really good. Anyway, here's my next panel, which is uh, the last panel of the night, which is uh, near Comic-Con karaoke, where I'll be oh, saying, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Interesting. Wow. A little plot <laughs> twist at the end there. <laughs> 
Really interesting. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about Sunday? Yeah, let's talk about Sunday. Uh, Sunday, I'm going to be going to the spotlight panel on Randy Quaid. I have nothing for Sunday. I, have no, I don't have any panels. Though. Nothing? Okay, I'm going to look again. But last time I looked, I was like, I don't see anything really. Sunday's always like the kind of like, yeah. yeah. I know. It is. I actually have it in my notes here. Sunday, there are... I have written here, there are only two main stage panels on Sunday and one at Empire. What are you doing? Right. Uh, but we can get into that in a minute because mine are Marvel Move, which is the new fitness app that Marvel came out with. Oh, I did see something about this. Yeah. yeah and I normally probably wouldn't give a shit. A friend of mine plays Storm. Oh, wow. That's cool. I don't think she's going to be there. She might be at Comic-Con. I got to ask yeah. her. But I was just like, oh, yeah, I got to go That's to this. Really cool. Like, I have to support yeah. this. There's also the New York Comic-Con staff Q&A panel, which I thought oh, maybe okay. we want to ask some questions at. Maybe. Or give some suggestions about how they can improve, uh, because yeah, yeah. you and I have been very critical about Comic-Con over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a Women of Marvel panel, which uh, I, Melinda and I went to, I think, last year or the year before, and we really liked it. And the very last thing I have is Rachel Smythe, who wrote Laura Olympus, is going to be doing a book signing. That's how I know that fucking name. Yeah. And, I've uh, seen her name a couple of times. I'm going to get my book signed. I'm going to get I'm going to buy more. Laura. I'm going to buy all the books because yeah. I have two of them already. And the price of signing is you buy the book right. from her. Right. And then she signs it. And then she so signs the new it. one. So I, I'm, I'm she's written five. I'm going to have three. I just got to buy two more and she'll sign the rest of them. Here's the thing that I don't like about that, though. Mm -hmm. You know what grinds my gears, Chris? What grinds them gears, Andrew? She's not going to be signing them. She's going to be stamping them. What? Because she doesn't want to hurt her wrist because she's an artist, which I understand. Yeah, the look you're giving me. I understand. But I also am like, please sign my book. Yeah. Make up make up I mean John Green talks about this all the time. He like he might hold the record for the most signatures put on books cuz like every time he does a book, he does like 150,000 signatures or something. And he talks about how there's a guy, oh maybe that's it. He talks about a guy who has the world record and he designed he he recreated his own signature. Right. So that he could do it without moving his wrist. He just moves his arm. Sign the book. Just put a little scribble, put a little scribble, I say. Oh, there's also the um, this might interest people. The Chris Evans panel. Uh, it's 30 minutes long. Yeah, that's not a lot of time. You're going to show up. He's going to eat a ham sandwich. Yeah. It's an empire. I don't know. It's in one of them. Yeah. It's, it's in one, one of the big two ones. Big ones. What I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's fucking Chris Evans. You got him for yeah. 30 fucking minutes. Also, can I just say just really quick about Laura Olympus? Here's here's something that's grinding my gears. I really like Laura Olympus. It has not had a new thing on Webtoons since July 8th. Well, she's got to rest her wrist. I'm like, it was going strong. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Jesus, like. I gotta wait like eight months for this fucking thing to start coming out again. What the hell is going on? Oh, there's also stuff we don't really give a shit about. The cast of Critical Role is going to be there. People are very excited for that. I don't really care, but I don't even know know what that is. It's a podcast where they play Dungeons and Dragons. That's why I don't know what that is. Cast of Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to be not talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. I I was like, do I want to go? I might. I almost put that on, and then I was like, actually, yeah. Do I do I want to sit and watch like five actors shoot the shit about nothing? Well, I like that. I I really like Guardians of the Galaxy three, but it was also a movie that like 
it was a movie for me. I really liked it, and now I've moved on. It, it didn't like light my world on fire. So I'm like, it kind of lit my panel. world on fire, but I. They can't talk about any upcoming projects. Right. But that's what I mean. It's not exactly. It's it's not. If it had come out like last week, I'd be like, yeah, let's go to yeah. this. I want to say they're it. not going to. That's the other thing, right? They're not going to say anything they haven't said in other interviews before. Right. This is nothing new. Nothing revelatory yeah. that I'm going to get out of this. It's not, you know, and again, if it's not like, you know, they had to the back. They had the back to the future panel last year. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. But that's a beloved movie that has been around for generations and like people like shape their whole world around which is not yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 right. not th- again yeah, yeah. not that it's not a great movie but I'm like no, it's eh, fantastic it's just yeah. a movie I love that movie but yeah I, but again I, I mean, like it kinda, it, it kind of lit my world on fire I kind of really but, loved it like it's oh, yeah, one of my no, no. favorite I loved it I but I'm saying like I'm not sticking with it all that I'm not like every, no no I hear you I yeah. listen to what I'm saying which is that mm, for me I have it, to though no okay anyway here's Wonderwall what I was saying is for me, it did do that. It yeah. is like one of the best movies I've seen in a long time, but yeah. I still just am like, eh. yeah, I'm with you. I understand. that. I don't know. Like maybe if they were given, maybe if all of them were signing stuff and handing it out or something, I, I don't, I don't know what it could be. Maybe if they had a bunch of behind the scenes stuff that they'd never shown before, anyone before, yeah. Yeah. but I just am like seeing these actors talk about nothing. Yeah. Because they can't talk about anything in the future. They'll just be like, oh, we had so much fun, didn't we, guys? I don't need to see that. It's not going to help me relive that movie in any way. Also, it's on Sunday. On Sunday, I'm I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. You know, that's probably going to be our day. Here's what we're going to do on Sunday. We're going to walk the show floor for eight hours and spend 45 minutes talking to the guys at Wayward Raven. (laughs) Yep. That's pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) And you're going to drink a beer. And then whatever free stuff we have left in the bag, we're going to throw at random people. Not even plug the podcast, which is like, take this lanyard, motherfucker. We're going to plug this button into people. (laughs) Yep. That's it. Yeah. Great. Anyway, uh, New York Comic Con is October 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Javits Center in New York City. Enjoy, everyone. If you're there, reach out to us on Twitter. Yeah. And we'll be there. Yeah, we told you some of the places we're going to be. You can always go if you're uh, going, you know, and you haven't figured out what panels. There's some suggestions for you. You can always go on the app, find out what else is on there. Maybe something something else you want to like. But uh, those are the panels that we are going to try and go to. So again, like if you want to see us, that at least is where we're going to be. You can yeah. at least find us at least in the lines for those. And we're usually in the lines for a lot of the other ones as well. Even if we're not going, you know, we're always out there handing out the merch, giving out the stuff. You want to get some free stuff. You can find us. We'll be on the socials as well. You can f- always find out what we're, where we're located, but usually we're also in the line for a lot of the panels too. Just giving it out, just giving it out for free. Like a fuck. What up, bitch? I'm Godzilla. (laughs) That's going to be my intro line to everyone before I start (laughs) handing stuff out. Anyway, you want to move on to the reading assignment? I sure do. Chris? Yes. Home by Julio Anta has everything. It's got undocumented immigrants with superpowers, women in positions of power, negative portrayals of law enforcement officials, soccer, And other themes that make Republicans cry into the steering wheel of their big trucks. Trucks that are indeed very manly and definitely not compensating for anything. Chris, they have small penises. What did you think of home? I love this book. I love it. How did we find? How did you find this book? Uh, I talked to somebody in Artist Alley. Okay, that's what I, I think. Thought. Julio, I've got I've got the comics here somewhere. Yeah, let me see because his signature is on it. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it was starts like, with a J. Is... After that, it's all scribbles. But I think it's a. I think it's Julio. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, the, I love this book. This is fantastic. This is really of like the ones that we've gotten from Comic Con from people we've met at Comic Con. This is probably my favorite so far. This one is really outstanding. Like, yeah, there is, and this is not a knock against. Any of the other ones we've read from Comic-Con, not at all. But there is sometimes when you get stuff from Artist Alley or the other tables or things like that, you know, it is it can be a mixed bag. And sometimes you can feel when someone is like has a passion for this and has a talent for it, but it's not quite at the level of like the big two. And you're like, yeah, OK. And I'm, again, this is not an art, but this I'm like, these guys are good at this. This is a great book. It is fantastic. It does not have any of the the stuff, uh, the kind of trappings that we've talked about that some other younger artists or writers kind of fall into. The pacing of this book is outstanding, like really great. I thought I knew what this book was at least four different times, and then it took it to another level. I'm going to try and do spoiler free for a little bit, and then we'll probably just get into spoilers because I got to talk about it. But you think you know what this book is, which is the story of immigrants coming across the border, which is a very, very timely story to tell right now and a very poignant story to tell right now. And then and it is that story. But man, does it go in other directions in such a great way? It's it's such a great book. Yeah, I love this. The art is really good. The story is really good. The pacing is really good. One of the few very minor notes that I have is like the dialogue's not great. It's not bad by any stretch. It just doesn't like, you know, it, it has some good wit to it, but not like the wittiest book I've ever seen. Like, you know, it's not like the best dialogue, but it's still pretty good. It's still really a, a cut above, but there's literally that. And like one other tiny note that I have, but these are like notes where I'm like, Nah, I could take it or leave it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It does not take it down a notch for me one iota. This is such a great book. I, I really love this book a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? I agree with you. I didn't find any issue, even a small issue with the writing uh, or anything. The only issue I really found is some of the regular sort of minor antagonists in this, mm-hmm. just sort of like your everyman kind of bad, like not like the people who are running the show, but like right. your your regular, you know, baddies who kind of come out to like do what they're doing are yeah. a little heavy handed. Yep. That's basically the other one. It would have been nice for me. I'm always looking to see a a person who is really trying their best to save people and they're just not getting it, you know, yeah, a more three dimensional. Right. There, there is a little yeah. bit of like, there's, there's some villains in this who are just villainous. Uh, there, in fact, I would say almost all of them are. Yeah. Yes. And it would be nice to see, you know, like I, we talk all the time about the best way to let people who are very conservative to open up to them and let them like see that what they're thinking is not, it's not correct, right? Like you, right. To, to try and teach them some empathy and right, show right, like right. some compassion for other people. And um, the way to do that is not to be like, hey, you're fucking evil, right? We all know this. The way yeah. to do that is to listen to what they have to say, counter argument, say like, well, what about this other thing? So it would be nice to see. 
And there are some of those. Yes. There are some people in this who are pretty relatable and yeah. just are on the wrong side of things. Yeah. Other than that, though, fantastic story. Really I completely great. agree with you. I thought the exact same thing that each individual issue of this, it's five issues in the first volume, each individual issue of this from the cover. When I got it a year ago at Comic-Con, I thought to myself, I kind of know what this is. Yep. And then I started reading it, you know, a week ago and I'm thumbing through and I'm like, oh, Okay, all right, but now I know what it is. Right. And then the second issue happens, and I'm like, okay, I don't, but now I do. And now we're going to, now I know the trajectory of, nope, I'm wrong. Yep. <laughs> Third oh, issue. Like, oh, it's going a different thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it keeps going, and it's yeah. it's very exciting. It's fascinating. It It's interesting because, you know, I think of something, and I'm, I'm hesitant to even name another thing like this, but you brought up the other things we got from Comic-Con, something like Homesick Pilots, which is very good. Yes. It's very polished. Yep. And very cool. Tells a cool story that is interesting. But it doesn't have a lot of heart. It has some. I don't want to say that it's like it didn't make me feel anything. Right. Because I did enjoy it. There are moments that are fun or funny or, you know, you do feel worried about some of the characters. But not like this. Yeah. Home is it's warm and it's. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. It feels a bit like coming home. It feels a bit like, you know, this character and you're so nervous for him. Right. Right. I, I immediately felt like. Almost a paternal yeah. feeling for the main character in this that I was like, please make it through this. Yeah. Let's talk. Do you want to go into spoilers? Let's, Let's talk do spoilers. It. Yeah. OK, so home is the story. So if you if you don't want to hear spoilers, just trust us. Go get go pick up the first. Yeah, please read home. this before you listen to this part. Yeah. Um, so home is the story. It starts off as the story of a, of a mother and a son from Guatemala making their way to America and across and, and illegally crossing the border. Right. So it is that, you know, immigrant story that you see on the news every single day. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, OK, I know what this story is. And we're going to get an inside perspective from probably someone who I don't want to project, but probably someone who, if they did not live this story, knows people has family or friends that have lived this story. And so we are going to get a good insight to what this really is like. And this takes place by the way, I don't know if they give a year, but they, it takes place basically like at the time when all of the news was coming out of them separating children and families and keeping them in, in cages and things like that when they crossed the border. Trump era immigration, basically. And so you're going, OK, this is going to be a hard hitting story. It's going to be a, a, an emotional story about two immigrants making their way. And I'm going to get a, an inside look into what this is like from the people who lived through this. Right. And then and it is exactly that. And then at some point. Yeah, it's exactly that for about 15 pages. Yep. And then <laughs> at some point, the little boy turns out. Has superpowers and can fire fire out of his hands. (laughs) And you're like, whoa, that I did not see coming. (laughs) And so the little boy, I'm just going to basically go through some of the general plot because I have to talk about like each tier in order to understand like why this is so crazy. And then he runs off and he finds his aunt who they were going to go live with. And he finds out his dad also had the same superpower. And then his aunt, in trying to teach him how to, who is his dad's sister, in order to try and teach him how to use his superpowers, ends up revealing 
that she also has superpowers. And it turns out the whole family has superpowers, and it's crazy. Well, and you don't even know there's more family at first, right? There's more. They just there's just more family. Yeah, they just keep adding people. It's in. funny because when when she calls her at the end, I was like, oh my god, it didn't even occur to me. It didn't even occur to me. She has other kids, and then those <laughs> kids show, and they're all different superpowers as well. It's like a little X Men. It's crazy. It's really nuts, but it's great and. You know, and they're being, and the villain is ice. They're being pursued by ice. Yeah. They're just on the run, and all they want is just to be able to have a place to lie their head down. You know what I mean? Like that's all. They just want a little peace. They just want to be yeah. left alone to live their life, and. It's really great because at the same time, like I said, it really is that story. And you still get a feeling of like, oh, God, this is what it is like for these people you see on the news every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even without the superpowers, the constant pursuit from this force that you can feel is just so much bigger than you. Yeah. And overbearing. And all you're trying to do is, again, just just live. You just want to, you know be able to to just sleep at night in a bed and not have have constant worry over you all the time and you feel literally the force of a government like coming after you 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 this little boy as have has an entire government after him i agree with you and that was my other note the only other thing the only knock that i have is the you know a lot of the ice people and this is by the way again i will admit that obviously andrew and i are two white guys who are living you know comparatively privileged lives compared to what other people have to go through especially the people that are kind of depicted in this in this book so i don't know this could honest to god be what everyone working for ice is like that being said in a narrative sense i will say it does come across a little heavy-handed and a little two-dimensional that they are so gung-ho. And, and this is really, I think, where also some of the dialogue kind of does it for me. It kind of makes it feel a little more two-dimensional. Because it is a lot of, like, America. We're going to get them. And, and, you know, you kill them on sight. Like, and they're, like, gung-ho. And they're enjoying what they're doing. And, again, I'm sure there are those officers out there. For sure. But give me a villain... Like you said, who's a little more three-dimensional. Give me a villain who, like, believes he's the hero of the story. And instead of seeing them just as a villain that they got to get rid of, they believe, like, no, this is... I'm doing this as a public service for my country. Right. And for them. And for them, too. Yeah. Because when they get here, it will be overcrowded because they're here, and they won't be... And it won't be good for them either. There's no job or opportunity for them and it's bad for everyone. It's better if they go back. It's better for me. It's better for you. You know, like he's trying to make a case. So some of that, I think I don't need an an empathetic character as a villain where I go, oh, yeah, right. But I would like to see one where I'm like, no, this guy truly believes it. Well, and you can even uh, another way to sort of fix that issue is you can have everything that just happens to the kid. Yeah. Stay the same, because sure. if it's from his perspective. Yeah. I would I would latch on to that. I'd understand that. And you can even change the artwork a little bit to to really drive that home that like, no, no, this person is like trying to reach out 
you know, a, a, a hand, a helping hand. Right. But what this child who is scared and From doesn't speak POV, the same language. Yes. Right. If he's the only one there and he doesn't understand what's happening, it could feel a bit like. For sure. What we see happen in the comics. For sure. So, like, I totally get all of that. And like you said, yeah, this isn't our experience. And yeah, I, I you know, I mean, the whole that whole four years was a fucking fever dream and it's right. still happening. So, right. We're still suffering the effects from and that. And so that's the thing. Like I said, I'm if the writer were to come out and be like, no, motherfucker, like, this is really what it's like. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Great. Everything you just said. Uh, yeah. I mean, not great, but you know, everything you said, yeah, I yeah. believe. And so but I also, take... like you said, from a narrative standpoint, right? Yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. if it is exactly the way it is, which it might be. Right. If you're trying to tell a story of fiction, which you are like yeah. these people have superpowers, it is generally a better narrative choice to at least have some sort of like uh, uh, moral fortitude that right. all of these people believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just it also just helps drive your story forward. For sure. You know, it'll keep it. it, it you can get a longer story out of that. And it keeps it more grounded, point. which is kind of what you want in something that is already going to be naturally sort of um, realistic. No, no, the opposite. Like it's it's already hard oh, to keep fantastic. it attached to the. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're talking about a family yeah. of superheroes. You, you right. want to err more on the side of like, make me believe this more. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, I was reading this and I and I was loving it. And I was like, God, you know, we've heard so much about superhero movie fatigue and how people are sick of it. And it feels the same humdrum thing and everything. And I was reading this and I'm like, make this a movie. Let's see, I was thinking a Hulu show would be fantastic. I, that would be fantastic too. Yeah. But I'm like, make if you gave this like a great budget, there is a way to do this as a movie that wins all the awards for sure, and like becomes a fantastic four quadrant, huge summer blockbuster superhero movie, and also all the Oscars. And like you could get uh, what's her face from Logan to be the the sister. Oh, yeah. The like yeah. daughter or yes. whatever with the teleportation. Yes, she would be great. But like you could do this. And I'm thinking like I was like, you know, don't make it slick. Like make it. You ever see Sicario? Yeah. Or something. Give it that look. And then give these people superpowers. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't want to say like whenever they're, they're in the meet, like whenever the ice people are in their like meeting room or anything. Don't give me the glossy glass holographic displays or anything. They always give in a big budget. I'm like, give me a white walled paneled, like clear Spotlight. conference room. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just give me like, oh, no, we we rented like some some actual office building to shoot. We this work. In. Yeah. And just give me like. <laughs> The most gray, gray, just nothing fluorescent. Like I'm just lighting this with the lights that are in this room right now. Everyone's washed out. Like, give me like, like I said, Sicario looking movie. You shoot it on the shoulder and it's got that like, you know, that kind of like shake to it and everything. Yeah. yeah. And but these kids have superpowers like that would be phenomenal to me. Yeah. If you're shooting this like it's a, a gritty uh, movie about the immigration problem, but these people have also superpowers. That would be awesome, and it would, like I said, you get the people who love superhero movies, and it and it appeals to them. It's telling a story that's going on with the news, and it'd be a critical darling. I'm like, this 
is the answer to everyone who's like, you know, superhero movies. This is the answer to all the Scorsese's and the Bill Mars and everyone who comes out and they're like, this is just carnival rides and, you know, just popcorn and whatever. This is the answer to that. Like, give this a movie. This would be absolutely fantastic on screen. This would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say about this. I mean, it's really fantastic. It's awesome. Pick it up. Go find it. Do you know how much, how, is it done? Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, I, at the time, one year ago, it was finished and just the issues. So I have five issues that are all signed by the writer. Okay. But now I think there's a trade paperback and not to spoil it more, but we're already in spoilers. They, yeah. they do set up a second volume, like right. a, more issues at the end of this. I don't think they've made any yet, but maybe we can ask him about it. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Maybe we can talk to him about it. He has some other stuff okay. on the horizon as well. So he actually has a website. If you search uh, Julio Anta, and especially if you search home Julio Anta, uh, I think his website comes up and you can see what he's been working on. How do you spell on. Anta? A-N-T-A. A-N-T-A. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this comes from as well. This is published by Image Comics. Julio Anta is joined by artist Anna Weisscheck. Color artist is uh, Brian Valenza. Letterer is Hassan Atsmani El Hau. And cover artist is Lisa Sturl. Yes, this is such a great book. It's really good. Yeah. All right. You ready for your reading assignment, sir? Boy, am I. All right. Uh, I'm going to have you read Nemesis by Mark Millar. So Nemesis, uh, the reason I'm kind of putting this out, it's just kind of got... In the news again, because Nemesis, so Nemesis was a, it was a four issue series from 2010, which is the one we are going to read, but he just relaunched it. So he redid Nemesis all over again and then has a new series out right now called the big, what is it called? But basically what he revealed is that actually it turns out all the Mark Millar stuff is in the same universe now. Ah. Uh, so like kick-ass Nemesis, uh, Gotcha. Uh, uh, wanted uh, that one that we read about Pierce Brosnan, James Bond, who kills everybody. Like right. every everything he's ever done is somehow in its own Millar universe right now. But that's the reboot of Nemesis. But I want to read this original run first. Is it two thousand and ten? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, it might say depending if you're looking at a trade, it might be like a well, year. Well, it's later just uh, publication history. Publicity was launched in 2009. It was the first on the Wikipedia. It's the first yeah. year that I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wikipedia. It says, yeah, there's some publicity about. Um, I just wanted a ballpark. Oh, nine, 10, somewhere in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I think it says the publicity says something about what if Batman was a cunt. It's <laughs> like the, I'm not, Why isn't it pronounced publicky? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. I'll read that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So that's next week. So Nemesis. There you go. All right. Great. Uh, anything else, sir? Um, I don't think so. All right. Uh, oh, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Here's Wonderwall. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us trying to pry a ham sandwich out of Randy Quaid's hands, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash The Media Lunch Break, if you want to listen to the show a little early every single Tuesday. You can also visit us on Twixer, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're at TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. Uh, we have a Teespring, where our birch is sold, so you can check that out. Uh, you can find that on our Twixer as well. 
what else? We're on Patreon. If you want to help out, give a couple of dollarinos to the show every now and then. And that is patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you go on there and you select the correct tour, the tier, the let's get intimate tier, you can see a video and you'll see at the very beginning <laughs> oh of this gosh. episode balloons just flew out of nowhere flew out of nowhere on chris's face it was crazy it was weird i'm still not over it i'm not either it's very odd is it because we talked about a birthday i don't know but we said it already i, I know get, i think it, it only like does it times. one time i think we should it, after this episode's over we should leave and come back in <laughs> and see if it, see if it if keeps it doing it yeah okay oh uh, you can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or visit our website which is www.themedialunchbreak.com give us a rating and reviewing on itunes soundcloud or youtube special thank you to julie that Thanks, Julie. For, uh, God, I don't know, playing Wonderwall. <laughs> you know what we should do for the next couple of weeks? Like, just work in some holiday reference. Like, 4th of July and see fireworks go off or something <laughs> like that. Just try and work it, on, yeah. work it in real natural. It's a good idea. Yeah. Like Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a reviewing, and you can leave it right in the app. If you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there. This week, uh, whatever that thing was I said early in the episode, I, it was something about the balloons, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Tell us what happened. Yes. Like, if you if, know what happened, if you know, tell write us that what in the, the review. fuck that was. Explain it. Explain to yourself. Me in small words, okay? Because I'm not going to process the big ones right now. I'm too traumatized. That was weird just one did you see it came up literally in front of my face and i was like this is some pennywise like shit right here my, uh, i almost <laughs> went back into the intro that's how thrown off i am right now anyway um, my name is chris trebel my name i literally started to say my name <laughs> what the fuck and as you know if i do it then we have to do the episode again we i can't know stop. we sure do so yep. let's not so yeah you can leave that right in app it really really does help people find us how does it help people find us i don't know and you don't know and they don't explain these things just do it all right because it's the matrix Chris. It is. Okay. Just Jesus. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Other than that, this week, we just talked about all the stuff we're going to be doing at Comic-Con and where you can find us, because it's always a good idea to give strangers your location. (laughs) Um, But next week is going to be the best damn day of the week. It's going to be Tuesday news Oh my God, it's Tuesday news We're going to talk about the strikes. We're going to talk about the strikes. Or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much. I wonder how many strikes will be on strikes when we get to that strikes. So we'll talk about that. And then the following week, uh, the creator? I think the creator. Yeah, probably. I got to get my tickets. Yeah. I want to see this. I'm actually excited about this movie. Yeah, they've been doing screenings. Yeah. And I have not seen a bad review. I've seen some mediocre reviews. I have only seen, hey, everyone, go see this immediately. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually. It really was made excited. for half the price of Secret Invasion. I know. I'm so excited about this movie. I, I really, honest to God, am. I really am interested in this movie. It looks incredible to me. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk about Nemesis. But in the meantime, if you have a comic. Uh, that you want us to read. If, uh, Like I said, we're going to be doing Nemesis for the reading assignment. But if you're like our friend who was like, hey, Birds of Prey, you should check it out. Things like that. Send it over to us. I'll tell you what, by the way, I'll, since someone sent it to us, I'll latch that on. If you have time, it's four episodes for Nemesis, or four episodes, four issues for Nemesis. If you have time, 
throw in Birds of Prey. All right. And uh, yeah. maybe we'll, we'll include it in Sounds as good. well. I gotta, I'll gotta. i reread that, too. I might read the next ones, too, then, because there will be more out, right? Presumably. Of, oh, of Birds, Birds of Prey? Prey? Yeah. yeah. Two might be out by the time this comes out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're pretty easy reads. But, like, just like what happened now, if you got a comic and you're like, hey, guys, this is your reading assignment, send it over to us. If you know of a movie if you were like hey watch this do it do a subject on this i want to hear your opinions on this or you just watch a show or something you're like nobody's talking about this i need you guys to make sense of this send it over to us if you're a creator especially as comic-con is coming up man if you're a creator you made a comic you made a short film a film a pilot whatever you want to put some eyes on it some ears on it Again, Comic-Con is coming up. If you're like, hey, I'm going to be a Comic-Con, can you read this and talk about it and then tell people I'm going to be a Comic-Con? Send it over. No problem, buddy. We got you. Like I said, send it over. We will put it, do an episode on it. All right? I love doing that it stuff. It will air after Comic-Con. Yes. Uh, well, let's see. I mean, if someone were to, honestly, if someone were to say like, hey, can you do this? Oh, no. It will air after Comic-Con, won't it? Yeah. We'd have to do it for the Tuesday News Day. Yeah. I'd be willing to to like make a change. Yeah, we could we could we'll, we'll figure out. We could also make like a YouTube video or something, or put out a special episode in on like well, a Wednesday or something. Even on the Tuesday something. news day, I'd be, I'd be willing to be like, hey, we're gonna change it up next week. We're gonna talk about this because this guy contacted us, and if you want to see him at the New York Comic Con, yeah, he's gonna sure. be the next week. I mean, again, I'm not against putting out an episode on a Thursday or a Friday that's just 30 minutes of us talking just about your comics. Of us talking about this thing. Yeah. It's true. Fair enough. Um, so, like I said, send it over to us. We love we love giving a shout out to those people. The, other than that. That's it. There it is. That's it. Look at that. There wasn't a thing there, and now there's a thing. That's how easy it there's is. There's certainly something. I, what this thing is, is yet to be defined. Yeah. But, like, Randy Quaid eating a hand sandwich. I, did we at one point say Randy Newman eating a ham sandwich? That's very <laughs> I hope possible. so. Not going back in my mind, I'm pretty sure we accidentally said that once, maybe four times. Yeah, and his son, Billy Newman. <laughs> Billy Newman Quaid. It's a, I don't know what this thing is, but it's a thing. It's here. There wasn't. It wasn't here when we got on this call. It definitely wasn't. And now it's just here, sitting here like some sort of weird beast. But that's how easy it is. So if you're listening to this, go out and make a thing, man. There it is. Please, please. I hope everyone starts making things so we, so can, we can stop, stop making yeah. things. Oh, God, that would be great. That would be fantastic. All right. Let me get out of here before the balloons come back. At the end, they just fall back down. They just oh, my return. God. That'd be crazy. They just return. <laughs> They're just screaming. Ah! As they lower. They're full of babies. What? That's weird. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. I In my mind, they went out and they captured babies and then they brought them back. And I'm like, what kind of weird, strange plot? Yeah, strange. This? Yeah. Strange. Strange. It's like a drug-induced fever dream. I was thinking as they lowered, you heard him go, what up, bitch? I'm Godzilla. <laughs> Take this hand sandwich. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you, motherfucker. Try it. Pry Try it out it. of my three-finger hands. Billy, you stay out of this.